0: Come on, give the Lord a big kind of praise. He's worthy of all the honor. Come on, somebody who loves Jesus out there, give the Lord a shout in the praise. We are here this afternoon to say to God, thank you. Thank you for having brought us through COVID-19. When we heard our family members passing on, our friends, our parents, our children, church members, our colleagues, our neighbors. When every time a phone call rang, you were not sure if you wanted to answer that phone call. I remember there's one week where six of our leaders passed on. And I received those calls one after another. The meetings we used to have with the leaders in government, when people in the health sector were giving us the statistics, it became clear that the situation is bleak. More so when you saw people in the more resourced countries, first world countries, with all the money they had and all the vaccines they had, still people were dying. But one thing was very unique about our continent, Africa. As much as we didn't have all the resources, there's one thing that Africans did. We went down on our knees and we called on the name of God. And that's why in the whole world, the young people on this continent are the ones who Love Jesus the most, they are the most unashamed. All of us, as people on this continent, we turn to God. The world laughed at some of the nations in the world when the president said we're going to pray, they made a mockery of them because a good part of the Western world and the so-called first world, they may have all the resources. But they are poor in spirit. Many of them don't love God with passion. They don't put God in his rightful place. But that's not the story of our continent. Africa loves God with all its heart. And this afternoon we are here to pray, to hear the word, to sing, to worship, to say thank you. So before we can... Proceed with the program. We're going to receive a word from a man that I love. A man who stands in the office of a prophet that I met way back in Cameroon in the late 80s. I was preaching in Cameroon. He was preaching there. When I preached, he loved my message. When he preached, I loved his message. And we connected with one another. And ever since, we've been covenant brothers. I thank God for men like him, he's here with his lovely wife, and his daughter's going to be here as well tomorrow, and we are so glad that when we invited him to come and preach a word, because the office he stands in, that of a prophet, is important for this word that's going to be delivered right now, and I thought we're going to have him, and he said yes, and he's going to be with us as well on Sunday. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are ready to receive the word. I want you all to put your hands together as we welcome a Seven of North, Bishop Bernard Noaka. Come on, somebody! Jesus.
1: Amen and amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank God for... Thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: I'd like to thank God for my covenant, a brother, bishop. What a privilege to stand together and serve the Lord, our God, together. And uh, I'm amazed to see the grace of God at work. Once again, thank you very much. sir. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time that you have given us. We are standing in the paths that you preordained. You saw us and you gathered us by the power of the Holy Spirit to come back to you as a nation and as nations. And as a continent to come back to you and say thank you. I pray dear Lord that the Lord who has been in this place and is in this place and will be in this place. We pray Holy Spirit that you will minister to each one of us. And we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus name, amen. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor you are in the right place. Hallelujah. Isaiah 26 verse 12. Isaiah 26 verse 12. I love what Isaiah says. He comes before God and he says, God, you ordain peace for us. You have given us peace for us. I don't know what God has given you, but Isaiah says, you have ordained peace for us. You have given us peace. And all what we have done, you have done for us. Ladies and gentlemen, it is critical. It is crucial. How I pray that God will open your eyes. He will open my eyes that we understand the importance the power that is in thanksgiving turn with me to 2nd samuel chapter 7 verse 18 i'm reading 2nd samuel chapter 7 and verse 18 And before I read 2 Samuel 7 verse 18, for the sake of the context, I am reading verse 1. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given rest around about all his enemies. It came to pass, and then David began to reflect where God had brought him from. The problem you and I is that we forget where God has taken us from. We are so mindful and we are pushing for tomorrow. We are pushing for next year, but we fail to reflect where God has taken him from. And the Bible says, that's why the Bible says, when he had sat, 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 sat in his house. I don't know where you are sat. Maybe you have been praying for healing and now you are sitting in your healing. Maybe you were praying for deliverance and God has done it and you are sitting in that deliverance. Maybe you were praying for a major breakthrough. David says, it is from that context he says to Nathan, but there is something missing here. The house of the Lord is still outside. It has no, the ark of the Lord has no house. It is still outside. And then Nathan says, go ahead, go ahead and do what is upon your heart. And then suddenly the Lord comes to Nathan, the prophet, and he gives him a word. Go and speak to my servant. Even before he has done anything, I am just so happy to hear his heart, his motive, his intention that he wants to build me a house. Ladies and gentlemen, thanksgiving begins in your heart even before you express it. Ladies and gentlemen, if there is something that God is looking for in your heart, if God is looking for something, it is a grateful heart. A grateful heart that brings me now to Second Samuel chapter seven, verse eighteen. Then King David then went King David in and sat before the Lord, and he said, "Whom am I, O Lord God? Whom am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that Thou hast brought me this far?" And we are coming as a nation. And I believe as we look at David, he says, Whom am I? Whom am I? He begins to see what God has done for him. He begins to see where he came from. He remembers his battles. He remembers how he had nowhere to stay. How he was living in caves. From cave to cave. From challenge to challenge. From problem to problem. From lack to lack. And now God has established him. And he says, whom am I, O Lord? And who is, what is my family that you have brought us thus far? Uh... And I believe you and I are saying the same thing today. Who are we all, Lord? I know to be thankful, you can be thankful as an individual. You can be thankful as a family. You can be thankful as a church. But we can be thankful and we must be thankful as a nation and as a continent for the word the Lord has fought our battles. Hallelujah. There is power in thanksgiving. There is power in thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God is full of people who came back to God just to say thank you. And that's why we are coming back to God as a nation. We are coming back to God as a church just to say thank you. Jesus asked And he asked in Luke 17 verse 17, Did I not heal ten? Where are the rest? Only one man has come back to give God the glory. When you thank God, you are giving God the glory. And that's why we have come here. As it is written in Psalm 115 verse 1. Not unto us, not unto us, but to your name we give the glory. Ladies and gentlemen, when we are not thankful, we are sinful. The Bible says although they knew God and the things that he had created, but they were un. Thankful, we have come to God today as a nation, and we are coming to God today as a continent to say, Thank you, Lord! Hallelujah! Shout with me and say, Thank you, Lord! Shout with me and say, Thank you, Lord! Say, Thank you, Jesus! and then jesus said i healed where are the rest where are the rest so in other words god expects you god expects me god expects us to come before him and to give him thanks so jesus asked where is the lip where are the other lepers only one leper came Number two, Miriam came back in Exodus 15 and verse 21 after she had seen such a great deliverance, it was almost impossible to cross. Let me not say almost. It was impossible to cross the Red Sea. And then they remember how the enemies ran after them. And how the Lord made a way where there was no way. I declare to you, the Lord shall make a way where there is no way in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord made a way. After the Lord made a way, Miriam came back to God. She came back to God in Exodus fifteen twenty-one. She sang to the Lord, "Rakashatababa." She thanked the Lord. To the Lord who has triumphed gloriously. He has cast down, the Bible says, the horse and the rider. He has thrown into the sea. She began to give God the thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a difficult time that our nations went through. It was a difficult time that the world went through. Some of us lost very, very, very close members in our families. And I'm one of them. I lost my close friends in my family. I remember when my first wife passed away. On the left was my friend, uh, and on the right was my friend who came to strengthen me. A few, two months later, they were gone. We were all affected. Ladies and gentlemen, we are standing here not because we are holy, more righteous than others who have gone. But God has given you another chance to finish that assignment. Hallelujah. And I came to declare, you shall not die prematurely. You will finish the work of God that's why you are here you are not here because you just have to survive you are here because god has a purpose for your life that's the only reason why you are here miriam came back she thanked the lord Hannah came back when she was given a child she thanked the Lord and she said there is none holy as the Lord for there is none beside him neither is there any rock than our God. All those God did something to them they came back. Ask your neighbor when did you last come back? when did you last come back you are in a relationship with God we don't just come to God to bind things to ask things but when he has done it we come before him to worship him and to thank him when you thank the Lord when you worship God you seal your miracle you seal your miracle David came back After winning the battle with the Philistines, in 2 Samuel 22 verse 7, in my distress, David said, I called upon the Lord and cried to the Lord and he did hear my cry. He heard my voice. The Lord heard our cry. As we prayed, churches were shut and activity, people lost their businesses, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen it looked like we will never get through but i came to say the lord made a way and he will make a way he is the same god yesterday today and forevermore when did you last come back you can come back as an individual but you can come back as a family you can come back as a church and you can come back as a nation just to declare a day of thanksgiving and that's why servant of God Bishop God led you to declare a day of thanksgiving to the Lord our God Solomon came back to God to thank him in first Kings chapter 8 verse 15 and he said blessed be the Lord God of Israel which spake with his mouth but today your hand has fulfilled it what do you do When the prophecies that were spoken, now you are walking in the manifestation. What do you do when you are the vision, you are the dream. But by the grace of God, the power of God, it's no longer a dream. It's no longer a prophecy. You are walking in it. What do you do? That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here in in this big, big stadium and thousands of people have gathered ladies and gentlemen it was a dream for my brother bishop musa it was a vision it was a prophecy it was a word of the lord and i know each one of us has something some of you you have a vision some of you you have a dream but I came to let you know every dream from the Lord shall come to pass every prophecy shall come to pass but what do you do when it comes to pass that's what happened Solomon says you spoke you spoke This is at a time when he's dedicating, dedicating the temple and he comes before God with thanksgiving. You spoke to my father David with your mouth and with your hand. You have done it. Let me tell you something. The hand only comes to fulfill that which has been spoken. The hand of the Lord We have come here to say thank you. And we will very soon just stand up for five minutes. Each one of us very soon, I'll tell you, when we can just thank Jehovah. Thank God for something. And I know some of you, you are saying, but prophet, you have no idea how do I thank God because I left my mother in hospital and some of you are saying I am having an impossible situation but I want to tell you even Jesus he was first in that situation they brought him to the tomb of Lazarus and he said take the stone take it up take the stone out as they removed the stone Jesus did not begin by miracle ministration he began by thanksgiving He is confronted with the tomb. He is confronted with something that is dead. I don't know right now what is ahead of you. I don't know your situation. But Jesus says, Father, I thank you because you hear me. Hallelujah. There is power in thanksgiving. Thanksgiving establishes a platform of faith. And it builds your faith. It connects you to God Ladies and gentlemen Elizabeth came back The mother of John the Baptist She said in Luke 1.25 The Lord has done for me He has shown me favor He has taken away reproach He has taken away shame What is it that God has taken away from you? Some of you, God has taken away that sickness, that disease, that thing that oppressed you. He has taken it away. He has rode that reproach. He has rode that mountain that was upon you for a very long time. And she came back. She thanked God. If you forget everything that I have shared on today, don't forget one thing, the sentence coming back. We need to come back. Never forget, you were praying for God to give you a husband, and God gave you a husband. Did you come back? You were praying that God gives you a child, and God gave you a son. Did you come back? He gave you a daughter. Did you come back? He gave you a job. Did you come back? He gave you provision. Did he come back? He healed you in a miraculous way. Did you come back? He opened doors for you did you come back he established platforms for you did you come back he healed us as a nation and is healing us have we come back is god only God to present our request is he not a god where we ought to come and worship him and give him glory and thank him as a nation are we not in a relationship with god Imagine you have a husband. Imagine you have a wife. Imagine you have a child who only asks you for things and never says thank you. How would you feel? One who is thankful. You feel like I need to give more. You remember somebody who is thankful. When you come back wherever you are you want to do even more because your child is thankful because your husband your wife you are motivated you are encouraged it is a godly thing but you know what we don't just come before God empty handed that's why there is a thanksgiving offering that's why the Bible says honor the Lord your God with your substance ladies and gentlemen when God does something for you Can't you set apart a day, even in your own life, when you just come before God to thank him. You set aside something that God lays upon you. It could be some money. Whatever amount God has set apart, you're saying, Lord, I set apart this money as a thanksgiving offering. You thank God. I believe right in your house, in your home, where you have your altar, you pray. And then on Sunday, when people are giving, you give your thanksgiving offering unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a calling from God that you come back to him. There is a calling from God that we come back to him. But I believe God wants us to repent because we have not been thankful We have taken God for granted. God wants us to repent. He wants us to ask for forgiveness. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus, came back to say thank you. Oh my goodness. Came back to say thank you that you have chosen me to be part of the redemption of the whole world thank you that you have chosen me to be a singer that I can sing to your glory thank you that you have chosen me to be a pastor that I can take care of the flock thank you that you have chosen me to be your prophet that Lord it's a privilege to bring your words to the nations Mary says thank you Because now, that's what she says in Luke chapter 1, verse 46 to 47. Now, all generations will call me blessed. She thanked God. She thanked God. I pray that you and I, and I pray. And I thank God for Grace Papa Church that we can come such a, in such a way to thank God for what he has done in our nation, South Africa, in our continent, Africa, and in many nations of the world. I believe when you begin to thank God, God comes down. And when he comes down, he begins to show you is about to do I would like right where you are to stand at your feet and we will spend about five minutes three to five minutes just to thank God I want you to take this as personal forget about your neighbor Forget about your neighbor, your neighbor has his own situation. You have your own situation. Your neighbor has his own calling, her own calling, her own future, her own challenges. You have your own battles, you have your own destiny and your life and your path is completely different from your neighbor. And you need God. And God has been through for you. And I want you just to begin thank God. Begin to thank God for what he has done in your life. Thank God when you prayed. He answered your prayer. He healed your mother. Oh, thank God even when he answered it differently. He chose to take those who went into glory. He answered it differently. God is in control. He has sustained you he has given you grace he has given you peace and all things God works for good in all things thank God go ahead go ahead and thank God under this anointing Under this open heaven Just thank God Because God will, will surprise you For what he's about to do In your life In your family In the church God will surprise you For what God is about to do Father we thank you Go ahead, go ahead Rabo shakata Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want you tomorrow to bring a thanksgiving offering to the Lord your God. As you come to worship, as you come to honor God, even as you go back home, begin to reflect the things God has done for you. And Thank him and thank him. And set aside the thanksgiving offering, which you can bring tomorrow and put it in the offering basket as you are worshiping God. Go ahead and thank him. Father, I thank you. Today I stand, today I speak like David. Whom am I? What is my family? Whom am I and what is my family that you can bring me thus far? Who are we, oh Lord, that you can bring us thus far. You have fought our battles. You made a way where there was no way. Go ahead, go ahead.